The Rudy Giuliani Show. Good afternoon. This is Rudy Giuliani, and welcome uh, to the Rudy Giuliani Show. And uh, we're, we're going to start off with uh, yet another one of uh, the thousand of uh, dementia uh, indications of uh, the president. This is this would mean nothing uh, if it were the only one, or one of four or five, or but every day now. Uh, I think it was yesterday that he got the name of uh, Navalny's wife wrong. Maybe the day before. That's pretty darn serious when you're trying to when you're trying to um, when you're trying to comfort a, a, a widow. That's you know like lying about your son being killed in the line of duty when other people are grieving because their children were killed in the line of duty, largely because of what he did. And they're very aware of that, that he made the incompetent or possibly compromised decisions that led to the death of their uh, of their loved ones. And then he tries to say, well, I've gone through the same thing because my son, you know, died in the line of duty. And no, he didn't. He died six years after he got out in a hospital, which, of course, is horrible and awful. But that also happens to be what the special prosecutor or independent counsel or whatever the heck he is, the the guy who fixed the case for Biden, her. Uh, but he did uh, throw out two devastating statements, not even so much that his memory is bad, an old man's memory. The two devastating statements are he couldn't remember within a number of years the year that his son died. And he couldn't remember within a number of years when he ceased being vice president. That's really serious. So here, this is, he, he, want, he, he, he has throughout his life tried to make himself something he isn't. He tries to pretend to be learned and, uh, he's not even vaguely intelligent, much less learned. But this, this is, this is, uh, this, this could have happened actually 10, 15 years ago. Uh, this is a quote by Abraham Lincoln from his first inaugural address, which he, emphasizes to the uh, governors that he wants to get correct because it's so important. Let me let me read you the quote first. Then then we'll listen to um we'll l- listen to Dodo uh say it. This is uh, from Lincoln's first inaugural address in March of 1861. We are not enemies, but friends. We must not be enemies. The mystic chords of memory will yet swell the chorus of the union. When again touched, as surely they will be, by the better angels of our nature. Now that's a tough quote. There'd be no way, even when I knew him, he could get this right. Uh, but let's see. Let, let's let's listen to this. And uh, remember, this is the same guy that greeted the president of Cambodia as if he were the president of Colombia and. Uh, we can go. Thinks he thinks he talks to dead people. Uh, told us how wonderful the racists were that he was with. So let's let's play, let's play um, let's play. I guess it's number thirty-three. You know, uh, stand here in front of this portrait, the man behind me here. He uh, he said, and I want to make sure I get the quote exactly right. He said. 
the better angel, he said, we must address the counsel and address the better angels of our nature. And we do and we do well to remember what else he said. He said, we're not enemies, but we're friends. It's the middle of the in the part of the Civil War. He said, we're not enemies, we're friends. We must not be enemies. I mean, that's absolutely ridiculous. I don't know. I don't know how people in Washington who claim to be loyal Americans allow this to happen. Remember, that's just one of thousands like that because the brain isn't functioning correctly and that little button is right near him and he's gotten us into two wars that probably wouldn't have happened. Well, one definitely wouldn't have happened if he weren't president and that's the that's the one in Ukraine. But I don't think the one in uh, Israel would have happened either. Uh, and... I mean, the people have died because of this guy's, well, in part because he's um, demented and in part because he's co- compromised by, chi- by China. Um, there's a book out about Jill or coming out about Jill. And I'll tell you, she seems like quite a pip also. According to, according to this book, she has like a, uh, a hitman. Um, and... Uh, th- the, uh, the, this guy's name is Anthony Bernal, who can make life hell for the White House staff with his overbearing personality. That's what the book, uh, written by New York Times reporter Katie Rogers, in American Woman, The Transformation of the Modern First Lady, from Hillary Clinton to Jill Biden. This probably is a book I'm not going to read, but I could read this quote from it. Jill and Bernal are, as Jill puts it, a work marriage. But his reach extends way beyond the East Wing. He's known to make life hell for junior aides who find him to be impatient, demanding, and overbearing. At times, people close to her question, where Jill, as her, enforces abrupt nature. But she is not unaware. She's told people who have grown frustrated with him that they need to bring up their concerns with him directly. This is the same uh, person, you know, who for several years didn't put up a stocking for the granddaughter that they are shunning. And they have, uh, Joe has um, mentioned her name once, but I don't know that Joe's ever seen his granddaughter, uh, nor has she. So there must be a lot of love there, if you get what I'm saying. Look, when you get as crooked as they are, everything goes. Entire character goes. The whole thing goes. So now Hunter, Hunter is uh, it's fascinating. He was being interviewed. And uh, do you know that... Um, the future of our democracy is riding on Hunter Biden? That is right. <laughs> Got to be pretty damn fragile if it's riding on Hunter Biden. This is a guy who couldn't keep himself straight for four weeks when he went into the, uh, what was it, the Air Force? His father pulled all kinds of strings, fixed it so he could get in uh, beyond the age limit. 
who knows, maybe even uh, Prince uh, Obama helped fix that. And uh, and then, I don't know if he blew the first or the second uh, test. But I think I think he blew it so bad that the test blew up, and they had, and they threw him out. Imagine throwing the vice president's son out of the military, and then shortly thereafter is when he he put together the corrupt deal with Ukraine. Within weeks. He was found worthy to get a uh, $2 million a year contract by one of the uh, shrewdest, uh, most conniving, organized criminals in um, in Ukraine who uh, doesn't uh, hire uh, dr- dr- drug addicts to, uh, just to give them money. Uh, so, I mean, why we struggle so hard trying to figure this out is it just a game that's being played by these con men and crooks. So um, the interesting thing is there's a poll that just came out of who do the Democrats want other than uh, Joe? Because 48% say no Joe. And then another group, you know, is very, very leery of him, and there's just a small group that's okay with him. So they, they asked people, you know, who, is there one that sort of jumps out? You know what jumps out? None. <laughs> None gets 27%. That's really good. Michelle gets, for all, all the stuff about Michelle and she's going to be terrific, I don't know, I think hating her country up until just a few years ago isn't going to help her very much, but she's at 20%. And... Uh, um Harris is at 15%. And Hillary uh, Rodham Clinton, who um, I thought was in the penitentiary for destroying all those emails, but uh, she got 12%. Newsom, uh, who, uh, and and Whitmer, the next, the last two are, you know, modern day dictators, and they got 11 and 9%. But 27% went to none. So it sounds to me like they got a real cast there of American-hating quasi-dictators. Particularly those those last two, Newsom and Whitmer. Boy, did they show their fangs during the during the the pandemic. So tomorrow, uh, I mean today, we'll know tomorrow. We'll know tonight. Uh, (laughs) Maybe we'll know tomorrow. That's last time in Michigan. It took a little while. You know, I. I remember really feeling comfortable on the evening of the election. We had such a nice lead in Michigan. Really, it was very, very strange. All those places we had a lead. One of them, 800,000 votes. A couple of them big enough, you could have called it if, you know, if we had like honest media. Isn't it strange that after uh, they, they counted and counted and counted, we lost every single one of them? You would think just the the odds, you know, would be that we pick up one or the other of them, here or there. <laughs> Somebody, I asked someone, you know, when is this going to be over? And the person said to me, when, well, they'll, they'll finish counting when Biden wins. Uh, so the Michigan primary is tomorrow. Um, and when we get back, we'll talk to our good friend and um, Michigan expert. You know who that is.
That's Ted. Ted Gooden, and he's going to he's going to he's going to give us his wisdom on on uh, on that on that primary, and we'll be we'll be right back. America's Mayor Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back uh, with the Rudy Giuliani show, and we were we were uh, just about to talk about Mich- Michigan, which uh, votes uh, tomorrow in uh, the Republican and Democrat primary, both of which uh, kind of have something interesting going on. Although the Republican probably not. So Ted, take us through it, uh, because there is a little wrinkle here about a primary and then a caucus. And you right. you don't even get a, the majority of uh, 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 votes out of the primary. Well, th- that's right, Mayor. And the Democrat Party, they're the ones that moved Michigan up on their primary schedule. They wanted a big state that's kind of diverse early on. What they didn't... <laughs> it's when he's losing now. Yeah, exactly. They didn't, what they didn't anticipate is this Gaza backlash, right? Yep. You have about 7.7 million, give or take, eligible voters in Michigan. Right. And about a quarter million that identify as Muslim, uh, which a quarter, is a quarter million people. That many, huh? 250,000. Okay. Yeah. So, right. you know, that's a sizable amount c- compared to most states in the country. And again, we're talking about a state where President Trump won by 10,000 votes in 2016. So, so these, these numbers matter. No, no, they do matter. And remember, um, Trump won it the first time by 10,000. The second time before they recount, they closed down the the hall, recounted, and the big truck came in. Uh, Trump was winning by about three percent. That's right. And remember, this is also a state where candidates that are more on the, I guess, progressive populist side. Bernie Sanders beat Hillary Clinton in the 2016 Michigan Democrat primary. Bernie Sanders got close to 40 percent in 2020. I forgot that in the Michigan primary. So for the Democrat Party, it's not just the uh, Muslims, the, the the Arab community in places like Dearborn, that will um, obvi- you know are siding more with Gaza and unfortunately with Hamas. But you also do have a progressive uh, base in places like Ann Arbor, Michigan, where they're not they're not Arab, they're not necessarily they don't and identify the Repu- with the, the Middle Republicans East. Republicans run a kind of spectrum there too. That's right. Right. I mean, you have very conservative Republicans, a lot of MAGA people, but you also have. Uh, what we used to call moderate Republicans. Well, well, that's right. And even MAGA, right? You could look at it as you have the conservatives that voted for Ted Cruz. He got hundreds of thousands of votes in Michigan in the 2016 primary coming out of the west side of the state, very conservative, very Christian. And then MAGA, which is many of those people now, but early on, as you correctly identified yesterday on the trade issues, right? Macomb County outside Detroit. I always thought, you know you know this because we've talked about it, uh, I've, I thought way back in 2007, 2008, that the two states that I feel I kind of keyed in on and was right about was Pennsylvania and Michigan. That's right. Uh, and largely because of uh, the, tra- the trade issue. Um, even, uh, even if you're in a second generation, the kids grew up uh, in a family where, they, where daddy lost his job, either, either That's in, right. in the steel mills, the coal mines, or the, or the auto plants. That's right. And Trump has been talking to this since Trump was a kid. <laughs> and that, in 16, that's where his victory came from, the, the, those, I guess, Rust Belt states. I don't like that term, but that is a term, right? Pennsylvania, Michigan, even Wisconsin a little bit. And those were the states in 2016 that 
uh, you know, gave Trump the uh, the White House, and, and he was speaking it. to these people. Trade is one of the reasons why the Wall Street Journal hates him. I mean, Absolutely, the Wall Street Journal is like a major free trader. And uh, look, I I see both sides of it, but I also understand if you're going to put a twenty percent tariff on my stuff, I got to put a twenty percent tariff on your stuff, or you're going to kill my workers. That's right, and both parties, you know. I think the Wall Street Journal doesn't have any workers. I mean, a lot of people get their hands dirty. Well, that's right, and even when I went to, I graduated high school in 2009, but even up through high school, you know, we talked about NAFTA and these trade agreements as though it was by default what was going to happen, right? They never, made, it, it never made any sense to me. Free trade makes sense if everybody's at zero. Bingo. That's free trade. But if you're at 20 and I'm at zero, that's that's unfair trade. <laughs> that's right. And I, I mean, he always made sense to me on this because even, you know, when he wasn't in politics, this is what he would talk about most of the time. This, this used to drive him nuts because it offends his deal-making sensibility. Yeah. You, I mean, you have interviews of him in the late 70s, early 80s talking about China and, and, think, and the trade imbalance. I think he was on my radio show a couple of times when I was mayor t- talking about oh, it. We've we got to find some of those. We've got to try to find those. Yeah, we've got to try to uh, try to find those. So what do you think will happen tomorrow then on the, on the Dem side with this group, Listen to, to Michigan? Listen to Michigan, Rashida Tlaib, and some others. I, look, I think they'll get a, a, a good amount of votes. Biden should still win it handily. And, of course, Trump will win the 16 delegates for the, on the Republican side. Okay, well, we're going to be back uh, right, a- right after, and we're going to have Dr. Maria uh, with us for a few minutes to talk about him, about children and what's being done to children, which is horrible. It is illegal immigration. We'll be back in a minute. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back uh, with you with the Rudy Giuliani show. And, uh, you know, the, the migrant uh, crisis, the open border, the invasion that we have has many aspects to it. And we cover it all. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. I have a mild cold. Uh, and, you know, we talk about the cartels and we talk about the fentanyl and we talk about the crime. And now we've got uh, out of control crime going on. I mean, we've got these uh, uh, gang members, poor, poor, poor family of of late Lake and uh, uh, Riley. I mean, she'd be alive if we had a president, uh, and if we had a justice system in New York. I mean, this guy got arrested. This guy got arrested twice, and well, I have uh, Dr. Maria with me because another aspect of this, this is this is the the biggest money these creeps make. Is off uh, uh, human trafficking. That's right, Rudy, and thanks and for having me And children, in particular, it, and it's, children. It's so sick in our wildest nightmares. We can imagine what's going on. On uncovering the truth, we've talked about this for over two years, two and a half years. I'm not saying we're the only ones. I know a lot of shows on WABC Radio has been talking about it. And you did a great podcast on RudyGiuliani.cs.com about the sex trafficking. But it didn't seem to get any traction. I'd lose sleep about these children. And finally, I feel like because somebody who's mainstream, it may get some attention. First of all, there was an article today in Just the News by John Solomon about the 85,000 
missing children through the border. And Dr. Phil, who I think is very accepted mainstream, he's been on The View, he is saying he witnessed these children coming across very young, I'm talking four or five years old, sometimes three years old, with a man, they're coming with a man who's not their parent, and on the child's arm will be an address or a phone number. So Dr. Phil interviewed several border personnel, and he said, geez, this kind of seems unsafe. What do you do? They call the number, and they say, we have so-and-so here, and the person on the other end in doubt, in undoubtedly says, yes, we're expecting that child. That is the extent of the vetting. Dr. Phil made a comment back to some of the border agents. Geez, it seems like we're putting these children into sex trafficking rings. And several border agents said, seems to be, we know we are, but we have orders just to get these kids moved out and into these homes. This is the cartel writing these numbers. This is evil to the core. You know how... They make more money on on that than they do on drugs. So, Rudy, you are so into prosecuting drug crimes and in looking into the Colombian cartels in your day. Now it's more the Mexican cartels who took over the drug ring. But the cartels are bragging that, yeah, it used to be a billion-dollar industry, still is, for fentanyl and other drugs. But guess what tops it? Sex trafficking of young children. And you know how the Democrat Party likes to divide us by color? All the time. Well, I'm, I want to put it back in their faces. Don't they care about brown babies? And I, this isn't funny. They don't, care. They don't care about the, 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 the kids that are getting killed in Chicago every weekend. No, those are black kids. Yeah. And these little kids are mostly brown babies, and they have no life. Tom Holman had testified that the children being um, trafficked in the cartels I don't know why they do this, but on the journey, they rape these children repeatedly. And Tom Holman testified that a 10-year-old girl had multiple DNA inside of her from oh being raped. Oh, my God. And that parents who are accompanying their children put the little girls on birth control pills. Well, you voted for this by putting him in office. This, this is all they talked about in in 2020. Open border, open border, open border, open border, open border. I mean, all, all it takes is a modicum of common sense to know open border means massive crime. It means destruction of your country, destruction of your nationality, destruction of your people. Open you're, border. You're right, Rudy. It, 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 and, and there are now... Every organized crime group, every terrorist group that wants to take advantage has an open door. You talked about the Venezuelans coming across that they've been emptied from the jails and mental health. They have their own gangs. I saw it on your America's Mayor Live. You were talking about it, that these Venezuelan gangs are now hooking up with MS-13. And that's what's in New York City right now. Yeah, I mean, MS-13 is um, about as violent as you get animalistic as uh, Donald Trump once said and was attacked and turns out to be correct. Uh, boy, do we need him back. Uh, I mean, really, really, really bad. And, you know, among other things, uh, the Chinese triads are running the fentanyl. 
and making a fortune from it. So just think about it. The Chinese are at war with us in their way of thinking. And they're killing us. 75,000 last year, 120,000 this year. But they don't have to fire a shot. No, not they don't at have, all. They don't have, they don't, they just take, they, and you know, these, these are not, a lot of these things are not overdoses. They're, they're poisonings. The right. Fentanyl. The, the, yes. The people who uh, have organizations against fentanyl don't like to call it overdoses because most of the time, a lot of it is poison. The yeah. people do not know they're buying fentanyl. They think they're buying real oxycodone pills, but there's absolutely no oxycodone in those pills. It's a great look-alike, but what's in it is fentanyl, which is poisoning death. Well, let's go to let's say, uh, Judith in Brooklyn. Hi. Hi, Hi guys. Judith. How are you? Good. I How love are you? that voice. Thank you. I love your voice too. You know, there's so much to talk about, but I called earlier. I didn't even know what you were going to talk about, so forgive me. I have to get, I have to rant a little bit, okay? I'm calling about this commander in thief, or I call him commander incompetent Biden. Oh. He, he is selectively senile as far as I'm concerned. But listen, Rudy and Maria, the goal of him, he abandoned countless Americans and Afghanis, and Afghani allies, our allies that helped us, Left them to be killed. They had a list of the Taliban. They deliberately left 85, he did, deliberately left $85 billion worth of weapons that are now being used against us. Thank you very much. He left the Grom Airport for the Taliban and the Chinese, which was the military brain center used against uh, the, the Taliban keeping checks and balances. And, and what's his name? Cash Patel and President Trump, they want to leave 2,500 military U.S. Uh, forces there. Just, you know, like like all over the world, we have forces just to keep to make sure that there's checks and balances. What a disaster. But this commander, incompetent Biden, he has the goal to boss Israel around regarding Israel's justified defense in eradicating what I call uh, suicide Hamas monsters who actually hate their own people and use them as human shields. And we have hostages and it's terrible. And why does he want? Why does he want a ceasefire there as they're about, hopefully, to wipe out Hamas? But he, he wants Ukraine to go on forever. Yeah, Ukraine, what? who has a president who stopped the elections. The president's having no elections there. I mean, the the president is a creature of one of the most crooked people in Ukraine, Kolomoisky, who is a uh, major world uh, money launderer, laundered all of the Biden money. Uh, that guy, uh, Zelensky, is sitting on top of crimes committed by the Bidens, other American politicians, and his own former president. And he's covering them up. So, I mean, this, I know, I know we do this, uh, we make him into some kind of a hero. And I, I, I respect his defending his people, but I don't miss the fact that he's in the middle of one of the most corrupt governments in the world. And he's, taking away democratic rights as we speak. Yeah, why did he sh- shut the churches? Well, he says he shut he shut them down because they were cooperating with the Russians, but there are two sides to that and I I I don't know. Uh the part that bothers no idea how our money is being spent. And that is not a country where you should have no idea how your money is spent. And if you have no idea how your money is spent, you know how it's spent. Right. And he tried to extort the United States of America by saying we're not going to have a free and fair election unless America pays. And w- 
you know, we didn't earmark any money for their elections. So he doesn't go on. He could have done an election. Like, I, I just don't trust it. It doesn't feel right. But I want to make a comment about Judith the caller. She is so well-informed and very passionate, and I find that about your callers and our callers on Sunday. I just wish all Americans had access to the truth because some have no knowledge whatsoever of what's really going on and how corrupt our government has become. Yeah. Let's go to Bill in Huntington. Okay. An eponym is a person's name that detaches from the person and becomes a new word with an independent meaning. The most famous eponym is quizzling. Now, I have a puzzle for you, okay? (laughs) Quizzling, quizzling was the Second World War, right? The people who were were traitors. Uh, Were they the French? The French, I think? Yes, it was Hitler appointed Vidkun Quizzling the governor of Norway. Oh, Norway, okay. Yeah, and, and within a month, it became the word for Nazi collaborator worldwide. So you got a new word for us? Biden. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. What are we gonna? What? How are we gonna define that? No, no. Th- that's my puzzle for you. What will it mean if it becomes an eponym? I I think traitor. A uh, traitor. I I put traitor first. Benedict Arnold. Uh, uh, he may he may be worse than Benedict Arnold. Uh, what? He, I mean, you, you can't possibly walk away from what he's done with China. Uh, maybe ten. Ten things that he's done that make no sense unless you've been uh, uh, compromised by them. Do you have a suggestion? For, what is your word for, for Biden? Oh, you know? it could be a stroke patient politician, right? We have a bunch of them. Yeah. yeah. Demented. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes I call him Dodo uh, because he was a Dodo before he became demented. I mean, he was really stupid uh, long before... He became demented. I, I, people say to me, how did he make all that? I mean, you don't have to be all that smart to be a crook, I guess. No. no you know? You and also, he, gets, your country, he also gets away with it. He gets away with telling the worst lies. I mean, from the moment he said he never talked to his son about any of his son's foreign dealings, the whole world knew he was lying. Well, I mean, except MSN and NBC. Oh, they know CNN. he's lying. They know. Just they just covered up. Huh, that's sh- that's even more shameful. Just like AP with with this uh, Lake and Riley uh, uh, killing, they described the guy who did it as a, a guy from Eighth Athens, Georgia. Yeah. They never he's mentioned. An illegal they alien. never. They never yeah. mentioned the fact, and they make it almost as if it was her fault because she was out jogging without appropriate protection. It's not her. That's fault. the AP. That's Associated Press. Man, they should be. And, you know, just in the news today was another illegal alien who uh, was caught at the border but released into the United States, and he um, raped a 14-year-old girl. You know, know, this happens a lot because they cover it up. Yeah. I mean, they cover this up. I mean, we you you always know that it's one of these uh, politically protected characters who committed the crime and they don't tell you who did it. Yeah, or they don't show a picture. <laughs> yeah, they don't show a picture, they don't tell you who did it, they don't give you the name. Um, and if, and I, I, I'm telling you, AP describes the guy as a, a guy from Athens, Georgia. Someone else did too, some kind of news program. Uh, po- possibly the, the Times doesn't mention 
I almost thought it was... No, NBC doesn't mention it until 39 paragraphs down in the story near the end of the... Oh, my god. When they first did it. I mean, they just... They, they, they want to fool the American people into thinking you could have these people living next door. Now, Rudy, uh, my state of New Hampshire, we've had an 800% of illegal crossing from Canada into my state, but I can tell you they're not staying in my state. Where where are they going? Do you know? Probably New York, right? A lot of Chinese come over that way. That way, for whatever reason. Can I just say there's over 180 countries coming through mainly our southern border, but what's really disturbing is the Chinese nationals that are coming in, all what I call battle-age ready. I just feel like Xi Jinping, who long ago said... My long-term goal, right, is to dominate the United States of America. First, they get information about our military bases through the spy balloon, which... which, The uh, Biden-escorted spy balloon, right? Exactly. That nothing was done about that. Then all of Biden's papers ended up in the um, UPenn Center for Biden. For Biden, I don't I forget what they call it. But it was anonymous Chinese money that donated to do that center. So I feel like at any time he can say, ready, and we have combatants within the United States who are going to target us. And I think those illegals and even people who are actually citizens now of Chinese descent who are spies will be targeting us from within as well. Well, I, I think the Chinese are going to target innocent uh, Chinese. Unfortunately, that happens all They're the time. They're going to target them and, and, try to, and try to turn them. I mean, I mean that, that's why they had those little uh, those police forces here that we, that we knew about and didn't do anything about for a while. Well, we're going to be back with the mayor's final thoughts. I want to thank Dr. Maria for her uh, bringing up the subject of children. It's so important. Oh, thank we'll you, Mayor. We'll be back with the mayor's final thoughts. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back uh, with the Tunnels of Towers sponsored Mayor's Final Thoughts. And of course, I, I, I remind you to make your $11 contribution per month to Tunnels to Towers. So those people in our uniform services who who uh, are seriously injured or who lose their lives, their families are taken care of. In the case of those who are catastrophically injured, they're taken care of. $11 a month is, is not much to be part of that and to have their back. Uh, I'm going to um, – yeah, yeah, yesterday there was an excellent summary – of what's going on uh, on the border with China uh, by Todd ben, um, uh, Benzman. And uh, this is only one of the things that I, I think just it, it, it just overwhelmingly proves that we have, a, we have a president who is completely compromised and we should stop fooling around about it. Uh, from, the day, from the day he went into office, he's been doing things that are out of the question uh, helpful to China and extremely damaging to the point of costing us American lives. Uh, For for example, in July 2021, Todd points out that he killed a ready-to-go Trump regulation that would have required much more rigorous and frequent vetting of Chinese student and cultural exchange visa applicants. And then uh, the same month, the Justice Department, that's the crooked uh, uh, Biden Justice Department, 
dropped strong charges against five visiting research spies uh, because they wanted to have an era of good feeling with China. And then Biden ended the China Initiative uh, in 2022. The China Initiative had uh, grabbed uh, dozens of Chinese communist spies and either uh, threw them out of the country or or prosecuted them. We ended it. We we don't do it anymore. Uh, uh, And then um, we reduced the questions. And then just uh, about four or five months ago, we reduced them to four questions. There were 45, four questions for Chinese because it was getting too hard for them to get in. It wasn't happening fast enough. More Chinese nationals are crossing the San Diego border than Mexicans. And uh, China, you know, uses internal uh, uh, law enforcement operatives inside the United States, not only to keep track of the spies they're sending in, but to lean on their uh, legitimate people who are anti-China but have people over there. And um, basically, they're coming in in large, large numbers. Let me just read the ending of this account. Their spies are certainly trained well enough to get through five questions at the border. I think it's four, but okay. Then as time passes, they will no doubt enroll in top universities, nab gigs at top research institutions, join the U.S. military posing as anti-communists, and enter federal government service. It may take a long time for U.S. counterintelligence to discover the ones who came in over the border. By then, because of Team Biden's extreme national security mismanagement, the damage will have already been done. Mismanagement? My backside. This president has sold out the United States. You'd have to be a fool not to see that. And we got, we've got to be ready this election. We've got to get rid of this man. Get him out of the White House. And he should actually be taken up because he's demented. Well, don't forget, T2T.org, $11 a month. Get it in right now. God bless America. <laughs>